The term of this Halibut chief and council is quickly coming to a close. The next election is less than a year away. Who's running and who's not? I'm Glenn Wheeler, and this is Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about Mi'kmaq people, politics, land, and water. This is episode 157, and a thank you to listeners like Joanne Payne, who support us via patreon.com forward slash Mi'kmaq Matters and via email transfer to mi'kmaq.matters at gmail.com. A disappointing term of Halibut Council is whimpering to its conclusion. Six more meetings left. In less than a year, we'll be electing a new chief and council for the second largest First Nation in Canada. All elections are important, of course, and the next election will come ten years after the formation of the Halibut Band. But our first decade has been consumed by enrollment issues, in particular, the trauma of dealing with Indian status being taken away from 10,000 Mi'kmaq people. Because of the emotional toll from enrollment, members haven't had a chance as Mi'kmaq people to bond with our band. So the next chief will have a big job, not only to be the administrator of a large bureaucracy, but to be the person who can help us develop an identity as Mi'kmaq people and Halibut members. And who will that be? Probably not Brandon Mitchell. We reached out to the chief and asked him if he planned to run again. We didn't get an answer. But those close to him are thinking that he won't. He's had two tough terms, and few of his goals have become a reality. Not only has he failed to reach a resolution on enrollment, but there's no sign of an urban reserve or fishing rights. And the stress of the job shows on him. He was confronted with two protesters at the September Council meeting and annual General Assembly, and he told us afterwards he could feel his blood pressure going up, even talking about the incidents. The chief is also no friend of Facebook and those who say negative things about him on that platform. At the AGA, he told us that he is bullied and harassed on Facebook. In our interview with him after his re-election in 2018, the chief told us what he thought about those keyboard warriors. And yeah, you know, I went into that election not expecting it to be uh, be nice because you know, a small number of what I call a minority of people seem to spend a lot of time on Facebook. And I, and I don't know if they're still at it or not, but I would, would trust and hope that they'd settle down a little bit by now. But yeah, when people get out there and again, a minority is the same people over and over with the same commentary. And people who've never met me, have never spoken with me, but just form an opinion and to get involved in the, in the bashing uh, thing that others do, you know, I was expecting it. I wasn't too much hurt by it, really. One thing I've come to learn that to be in, in, in politics and be a leader of an indigenous organization or any politician, you have to get a little bit tougher hide. So, if Brendan Mitchell is not the chief after the next election, who will be? How about Paul Pike? musician and director of cultural and community programming at the People of the Dawn Indigenous Friendship Center. There is a story going around that Paul Pike and Brendan Mitchell had a sit-down, and the chief encouraged them to run. We reached out to Paul Pike, who says he too has heard that story, but there's nothing to it. As a asked, nor does he have any desire to run for chief. So, that's that. 
Another person who many people would like to see as chief is Arlene Blanchard-White. She's active in Mi'kmaq cultural life and was the counselor for St. George's on the last council. Women tend to be more engaged in our Mi'kmaq cultural life, but the band council is dominated by men. There's only one woman, Odell Pike, plus youth rep Salome Barker, who has voice but no vote. But don't expect to see Arlene Blanchard-White back on council, not running for any position within Halibut, she told us. So let's go around the council table. Let's look at Frank Skeard, the councillor for Glenwood, and Brian Dix, the councillor for Cornerbrook. Skeard and Dix were tight with the chief in the last council. Back then, there was no functional executive committee because of the mistrust between the chief and Vice Chiefs Joe Buzan and Erica Sams Hurley. Skeard and Dix became the chief's unofficial cabinet. But now Brendan Mitchell has Western Vice Chief Keith Cormier and Central Vice Chief Randy Drover. So he doesn't need Skeard and Dix as much. But they have been two of the more engaged members of council. Skeard has been involved in two of the band's hot-button files, natural resources and enrollment. Skeard is chair of the band's natural resources committee, which has been pushing a deal between the band and the controversial Marathon Gold Megamine in central Newfoundland that endangers four caribou herds. Supporting megamining probably wouldn't hurt Skeard in his central base, where the project is super popular among residents wanting to cash in on those jobs. But Central is by far the smallest of the vote pools for Halibut. Skeer grew up in Mount Moriah in the Bay of Islands, so perhaps he could draw on those connections. Frank Skeer is also a member of the Enrollment Committee. At the end of the last term, I asked him about the unfinished business of enrollment and the state of the Halibut Nation as a result. That's a, that's a very big question because I think that many people would have a different perspective on those types of things. So I guess all I can do is offer the perspective that I have myself as a, as a two-term counselor and, uh, and, uh, and someone that's on a variety of, uh, of Halibut uh, organizations and things of this nature. And, and, and you know, to be, to be fair, uh, it, it, is a very, it is a very challenging time. We have uh, situations where, uh, you know, uh, uh, some people have been successful in their membership, and some people haven't. And some people, you know, uh, have uh, perceptions that uh, that some got certain benefits and some got don't, and things of this nature. So, you know, emotions are running high. But at the same time period, I'd, I'd like to focus in on on the on the positives. You know, like uh, we have uh, a very good uh, interest in cultural activities. We uh, you know, we have the long-standing powwow in uh, in, uh, in 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 Flat Bay and in Con River that many uh, many Mi'kmaq uh, people participate in. We've uh, had the second year of one in Grand Falls, uh, and you know, these are not necessarily any like say Halibut events or anything of this nature. It's just that I, I think that the Mi'kmaq people uh, in this area have uh, have have somewhat. Um, I'm trying to find the right word. I wouldn't call it a, 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 there's an awakening, but it's like it's a realization that uh, that uh, uh, being Nigma is uh, is a very good thing. Uh, uh, demonstrating uh, and openly acknowledging uh, uh, their indigenous roots and things of this nature is a very good thing. So while there are people uh, unhappy 
and concern, and many of them, it's uh, uh, I can understand uh, their frustrations and their concerns. At the end of the day, it is uh, in the last three years have been a, a very huge uh, uh, positive nature mm. for for Mi'kmaq uh, people as a whole. Councillor Frank Skeard. So will he or won't he run for chief? He told us this. He said, I think it's fair to say I intend to run for office in 2021. Whether this is for chief is yet to be confirmed. Interesting, yet to be confirmed. We put that in the maybe column. Then there's Brian Dix, currently counselor for the largest Halibut Ward, Cornerbrook. He didn't reply to our query about his intentions, but he did run for the Liberals in the last provincial election, where he did poorly against independent candidate Eddie Joyce in Humber Bay of Islands. But that shows Brian Dix has political aspirations and a relationship with the Liberal machine, which would come in handy in the Halibut election. Brian Dix has been active on the band's fisheries file. We saw him at the recent announcement of the launch of Halibut's new brand of Wasbu seal oil capsules. And he's been front and center in efforts to get a quota for Halibut in the new redfish sector. On redfish, Halibut has been working closely with Bill Barry and his Barry Group. Bill Barry supported Brian Dix in the last provincial campaign. They're close. Having Bill Barry on your side can be a good thing or a liability, since the fish mogul is liked and disliked, depending on who you talk to. In an interview with Brian Dix after the last band election, I asked him in negotiations with Barry on redfish, who would be protecting Halibut's interests. With, with respect to the Barry Group, um, our relationship with the Barry Group right now is, is summed up in, in an MOU, a Memorandum of Understanding. There's no specifics to that per se right now. And the, the notion is, is that as, we, as opportunities present and they become real, then we'll sit down and we'll negotiate on behalf of Halibut, and I will be part of that negotiating team, obviously, but it will be going through our Halibut Development Corporation, and when it comes to that point, it will, it will be the board of QDC and the general manager who will actually do that, that one, one-to-one uh, negotiating. Brian Dix won handily in Cornerbrook in the last band election, where he can get more votes than his three opponents combined. If he could gather all those Cornerbrook votes, he would be well underway to getting elected chief of the entire Halibut Nation. But wait, is there another potential candidate in Cornerbrook? Well, hello, Keith Cormier. The Western Vice Chief is finishing only his first term on council, but the rookie has been a big presence as a trusted sidekick and stand-in for Chief Brenda Mitchell. Keith Cormier did not respond to our inquiries but the Western Vice Chief has made it into a lot of Halibut photos, a good profile boost were he to decide to try and move up a notch to the top spot. Cormier is a former member of Cornerbrook City Council, defeated in his last run there. But will Halibut members want two chiefs in a row from Cornerbrook? Already there's grumbling from some band councillors that Halibut is a Cornerbrook outfit. The key decision makers are Mitchell, Cormier, and band manager Keith Golding who in his spare time is president of the Greater Cornerbrook Board of Trade. There is an opportunity here for a candidate from one of the four Basin George wards. We are together, there are as many votes as in Cornerbrook, and a more engaged Halibut member than in the city. Of course, 
the field of candidates will also be important. Say if Keith Cormier were to run against Brian Dix, splitting the corner brook vote, that would make the top spot even more achievable for a Bay St. George candidate. A quick look at what might happen in some of the wards. Burn White is not expected to run next time, opening a spot in Benoit's Cove ward. In Flat Bay, word is that Ivan White Sr. has had enough of being on Halibut Council. It looked like Greg Jaynes, outgoing chief of the Burgio Band of Indians, would try to move into that seat. Greg Jaynes has been working with former Flat Bay Chief Liz Lasaga on a community economic development agency, so Greg Jaynes does have the Flat Bay connection. Problem is, he doesn't have a status card. He's one of the Armed Forces vets and RCMP officers who lost their status because they were away from their communities serving their country. And at the speed things are going on the enrollment file, it's far from clear that by the time of the next election, Greg Jaynes will even be able to vote in the election, let alone get elected. Flat Bay was one of three wards in which councillors were elected by acclamation last time. That's three out of nine wards, a third where there was no contest. Hopefully we can do better next time. Just over 20% of Halibut members voted in 2018. The turnout in the next election might be much higher because you won't need to make your way to a polling station to cast your ballot. In 2021, we'll be able to vote from our computer keyboard or by picking up the phone. And because Halibut members will be able to vote in a different way, candidates will be able to campaign in a different way also. Facebook is a powerful medium among our people, and candidates who can put on an effective online campaign will have a big advantage. One thing is for certain, Halibut badly needs new blood, new people, new ideas, Mi'kmaq values. Let us know what you're hearing. Email us your election news tips, migma.matters at gmail.com, and we'll check out the leads. And that's it for the program. Allison Baker is the producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest Mi'kmaq news and views. And if you listen to us on podcast please like us there so we can move up in those podcast listings. I'm Glenn Wheeler, Nemotos. <laughs>